Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. What's going on, man? I feel like it's been an absolute minute since I sat down here, talk onto this mic, talk to you guys personally, mano y mano. And yeah, I had a video that I just dropped maybe five, six days ago where I did a best ball draft. I sat down and did that. But now I'm officially back. I was gone for a minute. I was working hard on this Patreon, man. I sat down and put that all together. It's my rookie rankings, my dynasty rankings. I have a rookie database on there with projected draft times, 40 times. We got their ESPN recruiting ranking, dominator rating, breakout age, all that you can find on my Patreon down below. But we're gonna we're gonna skip past that for now. Right now, we're in the thick of it, man. We're gonna have NBA Top Shots video. That shit is booming. I just had to wait in line. I was supposed to record this video maybe an hour ago, but I had to wait in line for this fucking Top Shot pack. Only 5,000 were dropped. I was like 66,000th in line. Obviously, they're not going to Top Shot pack, but we're going to have that type of content coming out very soon. I have a podcast on NBA Top Shot coming out very soon. On top of that, we're in mid-February at this point. Almost combine season. Almost virtual combine season. We're going to have rookie stuff. We're going to have NFL draft videos. We're going to have football content, fantasy football content. We're all going to be back into the thick of things, and that starts today. We're talking about an NFL rookie, one that I think is this year's Cam Akers. Now, before I even get into that or even hint at who that player is, make sure you go down below, subscribe, leave a like, comment, join the Patreon. That's mental. That's so cool. Let's go. Bad bitch. Bad bitch. Bad bitch. Today we're going to be talking about Jamar Jefferson. Now, how he comps to a Cam Akers is because Cam Akers, he wasn't quite the number one elite guy in his class. You know, he wasn't the valedictorian. He was like 20 to 50 in his class, but he was the RB4, RB5 in most people's list behind Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Clyde edwards alaire and then he was in that similar tier as like J.K. Dobbins. He broke out as a true freshman. He has that all-around skill set, workhorse type build, size and speed at 5'10", 217, runs a 4'47". Just nothing too flashy. He didn't have a Heisman season. He didn't have a crazy junior breakout. He just was a good RB prospect, a solid RB prospect. He kind of went underlooked because no one really gives a fuck about Florida State. Ever since Jameis Winston left, he won his Heisman, his natty chip. The, the program has fell apart. It's absolutely fell apart. It's had coaching changes. They've been talking about Deion Sanders coming in and doing something there. Florida State has just been an absolute shit show. But now after 20-point game after 20-point game, Cam Akers now sits in my RB6 in the dynasty ranking. So how does Jamar Jefferson match up to this kind of, this build, this narrative that I'm kind of building, you know? Jamar Jefferson, he's he's similar in the way, instead of playing in Florida State, he played at Oregon State. And unless you stay up and you're a degenerate gambler, you're not going to be watching Oregon State versus Washington State at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday. For those of you that didn't watch those games, I, I had to. I went back, I watched some of his tape, I watched what he looks like as a runner, and he looks like Cam Akers. He, he literally looks like Cam Akers. He's 5'10", 217. He has that exact height and weight profile, and I have him in my rookie database projected to run a 4'5". Apparently, at Oregon State's Pro Day, and I know that they fluff up some of these numbers. I know they're capping with some of these fucking numbers. They said he ran a 4'4'3". Now, we're going to see if that's, if that's what's up. When he goes to the virtual combine, when he goes to I don't fucking know the regional pro days, whatever they're going to hold for these. We'll see if that's cap or not. We'll see if he runs a 4-4-3, if he runs a 4-4-5, but I think he's going to be in that exact Cam Akers range. Now, I thought when I watched him, he just looked like Cam Akers. He kind of plays like him, but the numbers are literally like Cam Akers. He has a similar profile to Cam Akers from a production standpoint. Uh, his freshman year was his biggest year. Same thing with Cam Akers. Jamar Jefferson came onto campus. He was the big man on campus from day one. He had 1,500 scrimmage yards, 25 receptions, and 12 TDs. 
which tells me that he has an all-purpose skill set. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball, score touchdowns. There's nothing he can't do, especially when he comes in as a true freshman 19-year-old and just starts demanding the football in his hands. Even on a team like Oregon State, that's still huge. Give me the freshman that's getting 1,500 scrimmage yards, 25 receptions over the junior or senior year running back that wins a Heisman. Give me the freshman year production every single time. The thing is with Jamar Jefferson, just like Cam Akers, after the freshman year, things get a little bit shaky, a little bit shady. Uh, his sophomore season, big down year. He had he only played nine games. He had ankle injury problems. I'm throwing that whole season out the trash, out the window, into the garbage. Forget about it. I'm not, I don't even want to look at his sophomore season. I don't think it's worth looking at. It's a lost season. It happens to the best of us. Then we have his junior year. He was in the conference that was the softest about COVID. He only played a six-game season, so it's hard to ding him for anything he did in his junior season. But he was on a 12-game pace to have 1,850 yards from scrimmage. 14 touchdowns and 6.5 yards per touch. He improved on every single number from his freshman season besides his receptions, which is a little bit wonky, but at the same time, shit happens. You don't get as much targets. As long as he had that one season with 25 catches and he's at his size, at his build, I'm okay with it. That I saw enough to know that he is a workhorse, all-purpose skill set back. So let's dive a little bit deeper into his numbers. Let's not just take it at face value from the box score, especially with this last season. The last season, they're a two and five team, minimal practice time. I don't think that he could even practice until like September in the Pac-12, but I love this stat from PFF. He had the most yards per carry against boxes with eight defenders or more in all of college football. He averaged 8.4 yards per carry with stacked boxes, and it makes sense. He's on a bottom of the barrel Pac-12 team, and he probably rolls out of his fucking bed into eight defenders into the box, and that's what's going to make him a great running back. The same thing with Cam Akers. He had no line on Florida State. He was always getting the box stacked up against him, and what that does when you're, when you're just always playing against in back conditions when you're always playing in bad conditions battle line st stacked boxes it just makes you a better running back it makes you have to win in other ways then maybe he goes to the nfl let's say he goes to the the seahawks and he has dk metcalf tyler lockett on the outside he has russell wilson they're not going to stack the box maybe they're going to have five or six guys in the box they're going to have his own running scheme and all of a sudden he's going to go into the nfl and ball the fuck out something else i loved was roto underworld had this stat he had 17 games with 100 yards from scrimmage or more with only 27 career games that's more than 50% of his games where he's having 100 all-purpose scrimmage yards. So he's not just a between-the-tackles guy. He's a receptions guy. Even with only the, the one good season with receptions, he's still a great all-purpose back. And not only that, but the biggest thing that he's had so far on a team that they're not going to have many leads. This is Oregon State. So they're not going to have many leads. They're going to be able to sit on and just pound the rock with Jamar Jefferson. Even still, in 27 games, three of them, he had over 200 yards rushing. Two of them were against legit opponents in Arizona State and Oregon. And then also his first two came in his first month of playing Division I football. He didn't. They were both in September of 2018 where he had over 200 rushing yards. So it was just always known that he was going to be a stud, that he is a stud, that he's just going to break off long runs and, and break down defenses. He's a legit workhorse, and we haven't even seen what he can do on the field. So let's, let's, let's take a step back. Let's look at what he can do on the film real quick. Let's look at what he did when he ran for 226 yards and two touchdowns in a win over number 15 Oregon. This is probably my favorite game that he has. He's not just a big back with workhorse size. Guys, this is a guy that has home run speed, but not in like a straight line way like Travis Etienne or Chris Johnson. He's breaking tackles before he gets to the second level. He's still hitting his top speed. He's he's dodging through holes. He's sidestepping holes. He's getting past linebackers, and then he's kicking into that second gear and beating the DBs down the field, which is what you want. He consistently breaks big runs against a team with plenty of four and five star guys that definitely run four fours, four fives. This is Oregon, number fifteen Oregon. They had the number one recruiting class in the Pac-12 in like 2019. They're consistently a power in that conference. He doesn't do too much dancing around in the backfield. He can really pound the ball. 
You know, he has good vision. He consistently cuts off the backside of his blockers. I really like what you can do with him. You can just give him the ball up the middle, and rarely do you see him get blown back and, and tackled for loss. When you're looking at these clips, remember, he's doing this behind the Oregon State offensive line. I, I doubt that they have any four or five-star guys in this offensive line. They maybe churn out an NFL guy that's like a top three-round draft pick every once in a blue moon. This is not a great offensive line he's playing on. Remember, this Oregon this Oregon team that he's playing against, studs on the O-line, including Kayvon Thibodeau. I think I'm saying that right. He's a five-star projected top five pick next year. He is the premier edge rusher, the premier defensive end of the next year's class. And it's just insane what he did against that D-line. Not only did he go in there and rush for over 200 yards, he won the fucking game. Oregon State, a running back at Oregon State single-handedly beat Oregon, which is, uh, it, that is probably like the craziest achievement he could have ever had. And when you watch these clips, he reminds me of Cam Akers. And it's funny because I originally watched these and I just felt like the numbers matched up, you know, his, the height, the weight, the the production, but literally they, they look similar when they run the football. Cam Akers, he has that workhorse size, he's slick in the passing game, and he can just churn out yards like Jamar Jefferson does. Cam Akers, he can break them off for big ones too. But you can also just you give him the you give him a carry, you could get five yards. Like that Patriots game, they were just handing him the football every single almost every single down, just getting down the field, churning out yards, churning out yards. You give Jamar Jefferson a average to good O line, you can just you can just feed him the ball and he'll get positive gains. Both guys rarely get negative gains because they can read their blockers well, which is ironic because they both come to from schools with bad O lines. It's it's these like circumstances that kind of like it, like they got thrown into the fire and they just gotta they just gotta rise to the top and become elite backs so now that we know what jamar jefferson looks like what he did in school let's talk about where he falls in the nfl draft you know that's probably the worst part about his profile i've been talking him up talking him up talking him up i, I really can't find a, a hole in his profile besides not beating 25 receptions in his junior season but I, i've averaged up a bunch of different like three to seven round mock drafts and I have him going like the 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 late fourth, early fifth round right now, which is awful. That's dangerous for a running back. You're not really looking at a guy. Those are guys from last year. Like I mean, his best case scenario would be like James Robinson, Aaron Jones, something something like that. But you don't want to bank on on an outlier like that. You you want him to come in there and get good draft capital. But the thing I will say. That's the biggest downside of his profile right now, but I really think that everybody's going to catch on. I think the hype on YouTube's going to get there. The hype in the fantasy community is going to get there. I promise you this hype will climb. I think he's going to get actually drafted a little bit higher than that. I think he's going to run in the 4-4-5 to 4-5 range. I think he's going to shoot up the draft boards between now and draft day. I could see him going in the, the early third, late second, kind of in the Cam Makers, Antonio Gibson realm of, of the NFL draft. As my, my good friend Matt Kelly, the Podfather, would say, let me, let me just hot press tomorrow's newspaper for you guys i promise you jamar jefferson he's probably going to be an early second to or an early third to late second round draft pick in the same range as a guy like antonio gibson like cam Akers was last year and i could see him going to a team like the cardinals the seahawks the dolphins and probably start out as like the lead guy in a committee like dobbins gibson and Akers all did and then probably rise to the top by the end of the season i'd also say rookie drafts haven't caught on yet and if you're doing a rookie draft or a startup he's a massive value i'm telling you guys Make sure if you're doing a startup right now, you're doing a rookie draft right now, make sure you're getting Jamar Jefferson. I, I'm telling you that 
the rookie ADP data, all that is wrong on Jamar Jefferson. I know he's not going to be a, a fifth round pick in the NFL draft. I promise you, he's going to be somebody that's going to be a huge value when we look back on where he was going right now. According to Nick Ercolano, he has that, that rookie ADP data he does on his Discord. Right now, he's going at the 210, which is crazy because I have him at the 111 in my Superflex rankings for rookie drafts. Uh, I'm a whole round higher than ADP, but I think that by the time we get to April, by the time all of his buzz gets there, that he's going to be, he's probably going to be around the 111, the 202. 201 range he's going to be right in that range i'm just telling you guys early i want to let you guys know right now that's where he's going to be in april that's where he's going to be then so if you play in a league where it's devi or you get your rookie draft now or you're doing a like an early startup with rookie uh players in the startup get jamar jefferson i'm telling you he's at he's at a discount right now he's my rb4 after naji harris etn javante williams but i think a good combine could easily have him leapfrog those guys, you know, give a little stiff arm to Javante Williams, push push them aside. I think Jamar Jefferson is going to be this year's Cam Makers. I think that he's going to ball out. I think that uh, this is a guy that we all got to be rooting for in this combine because this this rookie running back class, it's thin, boys. All right, man, if you made it this far, man, I appreciate it. Make sure you go down below, leave a like, subscribe, join the Patreon. We got the Discord on there, subscriber leagues, all my rankings on there, the rookie databases on there. On top of that, make sure you follow me at Ron Stewart underscore on Twitter. You can always hit my line in the comments or my DMs on Twitter. I'll always answer. I love you guys, man. Like I said, I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back now. We're going to have NBA Top Shots content. We're going to have uh, football content, NBA content, fantasy content. Uh, I want to do, we're going to do so much rookie content. I'm going to do like my top five rookie RB wide receiver quarterback tight end stuff. We're going to be doing single player breakdowns like the Stramar Jefferson one. We're going to just, I want to do like a LaVisca Chenault single player uh breakdown i got a lot of stuff playing for you guys if you have any other video ideas put them down in the comments i'm super open to ideas right now i just want to pump out the best content for you guys and as always i'll see you guys in the next one bad bitch bad bitch bad bitch body bitch make that body flip you know i don't know karate bitch we dropping bodies bitch they say shoot